reading an article uh, earlier today about how they no longer do the key change in pop songs. It's gone. I don't know what that is. I know you don't. So in all key changes, <laughs> in all songs back in all the way up through the 90s, they would do a key change where you know it. You do, If you don't know music, you feel it. You can hear it, and you're even singing it. All songs did it in the third part of the song. They would... Um, elevate the tune to a higher levels you know so to kind of give it more energy and more emotion and it's known in the music industry as a key change and just the everything just kind of elevates essentially or changes elo did it every time all bands the the beatles everybody all the best songs even ccr it was just a it was literally like a standard part of music it's gone and i I'm telling you, it's a huge one of the many reasons why modern music is terrible. Everything is synthesized and AI computer. You know, they they got the auto tuning on everything. We're not hearing the natural vocals of anyone. You know, and that's that's why I think music sucks now, dude. I'm not even doing the key change anymore. Yeah. So. I don't know what that is, but I'm going to go with you on this one. I'll agree with you. Mike, agree to agree when you don't understand is my theory. <laughs> Always. How's everything in the shy town? Ooh, you don't want to know, man. I got some really bad Chicago news for you. Lay it on me thick. I don't know if you're ready for this. I'm always ready. Frank, you're in the black book. Nice. Yeah, you got put in the black book. Wow. For those that don't know, we have one and only one uncle. He's the best uncle in the world. And Frank didn't call him on his birthday. I missed it. <laughs> I'll redeem myself. I shall come back. And in order to stay in his good graces, I told him I would call you out on the podcast. Perfect. (laughs) Beautiful. Like a phoenix rising from the ashes, I will redeem myself and I will be out of the black book. No way I exist in the same place as Tony. No way, sir. Lucky for you, all it takes is one phone call and uh, 15 minutes and you're out of the black book. We'll do a phone call and maybe I'll let him box my ears in for a few minutes. <laughs> He's definitely going to box your ears in. Definitely going to box in. Just to box your ears in. Hey, look, you want to box my ears in over the line, give the podcast <laughs> a call. Let's go. Tell the man to call in. That's his famous line, man. Boxing your- He's going to box your ears in. Well, if anyone's ever been hit in the ears, it's a horrible feeling. You never want to get punched in the ears. So boxing, that's quite the threat. I, I've been hit in the ears. I've never had them boxed like, in. Yeah, boxed in. You know? That's like, terrible. You're just, gonna, you're just going to only hit my ears until they're in my head? Yeah, it sounds like irreparable damage. Uh, yeah, I don't no want No coming that. back from yeah. that. So, all right. It's a good threat. It's valid. And Black Book, it is for me. I must climb myself out of this pit. <laughs> I apologize. I am not the worst, nephew. I'll leave that for Tony. Uh, not the worst, not uh, the best. Somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the middle. On the low end. Still the godchild, though, so got but that going for you. Piece of shit nonetheless, and I take that. <laughs> it's been a busy year, guys. It's been a busy year. It's tough but to keep you're not as bad as Tony. Tony's in double black book because he missed Uncle God and Nona's birthday. Here's the thing. I always call the grandma. Guys, always yeah, call yeah. <laughs> the grandma. And not only that. Because then she's going to defend you to the uncle you forgot to call. And here's a pro tip for all you losers out there. Uh, mom's birthday, call two days ahead. You're absolved of all inconsistencies. <laughs> Better to be early than late, always. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's my motto. To be fair to you, there's like nine birthdays in one week, from the, from the 17th to the 1st. And Thanksgiving. And Thanksgiving's in there, too, yeah. Which is just a monster on its own, you know, so. Oh, yeah, I'm one of the birthdays, and I forget half of them. Yeah, birthdays are too much. Let's get out of here. No more birthdays. We should end the birthday tradition. <laughs> it's funny how they're concentrated. Did you ever hear that stat that if you get 30 people, I think it's like 26 people in a room, two will have the same birthday? Wow. It's crazy because we're like overly stacked. That's why like every family has that where there's like a, a month where everybody's birthday. It's a similar statistic with 26 people in a room and uh, two will be shot by Alec Baldwin on a movie set. <laughs> Same stat. That's amazing. Never forget. Never forget. We had the Duvet podcast. Never forget the important. <laughs> Same statistic. Bizarre. 
Only, only difference is that's 26 people on a set. Not, <laughs> yeah, that's not right. Not a room. Not a room. We're talking about an outdoor set here. Uh, <laughs> You'll be fine in the courtroom, everybody. Feel free to testify. <laughs> it's just on a set with Alec Baldwin. <laughs> <laughs> I think the concept... <laughs> I was not expecting an Alec Baldwin callback. Man. Weirdly, though, weird. 26 people in a room, two shot? Like, that's almost... like. Dead on balls accurate. I think <laughs> I would say dead on Baldwin. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Alec finger guns Baldwin. Classic, <laughs> classic guy. I like to bring him up once in a while. We can't forget about you think, it. You think he walks into the room and he goes, "Uh, there's 26," and everybody just starts running. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think the concentration of birthdays, though, that's got to be seasonal and like when people, you know, right? It's got to be something to do with like uh, holidays, people having days off, maybe uh, cold weather, drinking. Oh, that's a good call. I bet you it has more to do with like holidays than anything. Yeah, like I wonder where like the end of November relates nine months. Oh, yeah, that's that's spring break. That's March. There you go. Spring is, yeah, yeah, everyone's... uh, Good call, Frank. There it is. Love is in the air. Yeah, that's right. And that's why all these premature deaths and uh, all, you know, all that, you could trace back to the COVID babies, right? See, it all (laughs) goes back to the vaccine. And goodbye, YouTube. (laughs) So people, if you have any age-old mysteries, just come to Frank. (laughs) I have all your answers, people. (laughs) I don't call myself Jesus, but if you wanted to, I wouldn't be opposed. I, uh, I'm pretty good at predicting some things, not all things, but some things, and I did predict one huge, massive occurrence in our society here, Mike. I called it several months ago, or at least a month ago. I even called the coining of the phrase, prepare yourself, people, for the Renaissance! <laughs> what? We didn't expect Brendan Fraser to build us a fire, especially since he had a pretty nasty cold. But what we really didn't expect was for him to start quoting Herman Melville. I know not all that may be coming, but come what will, I will go to it laughing. Herman Melville, 1851. <laughs> the Whale. That quote about accepting his future has meant a lot to him lately, ever since whispers of a Best Actor Oscar began sneaking through Hollywood for Fraser's latest movie. Out this week. That's like a tomorrow thing. I'm staying in today. That's The Whale from director Darren Aronofsky. It's the story of Charlie, a man living with obesity who's trying to right a few wrongs in his life. Have you heard of this movie? I think we briefly talked about it, actually. A little bit. And he's, there's a lot of Oscar buzz for him, except for, I guess, not anymore, right? Because here we go. I'm sorry. Don't. Fraser says it is the most demanding role of his long career, and one of the most controversial. He worked with the Obesity Action Coalition to make sure his performance of Charlie was done with respect and empathy. I really hate you for putting me through this again, you know that. But to some critics, that wasn't enough. Not enough. They say the film, and Fraser's use of a so-called fat suit, fat suit. still stigmatizes those with larger bodies. <laughs> he was trying to avoid. It has us take a look at someone who we would otherwise just dismiss. I think oh my god! The ability to change hearts and minds about his return to the big screen has Hollywood calling it a comeback. Here it is. His fans have a better name for it. <laughs> They're calling it a Brennesaunce. Brennesaunce! I called it. We were talking about the uh, Meconnaissance. This is the Brennaissance. Brennaissance, whatever. Anyways, dude, he wore a fat suit, Mike. Not enough. He didn't gain 400 pounds to oh really understand the role of obesity. <laughs> oh, God, dude. Come dude, on. fuck Hollywood. Hollywood's out. <laughs> they're, they're gone. They it's lost. Never, it's never enough. It's they're never so enough. Dude. dude, that's why I, just, I realized today, like Danielle pointed it out to me the other day that I was watching a movie that was dubbed. Right? Nice, yeah. Uh, Trolls? I was watching Trolls last night! Great movie, right? Or Troll. 
Troll. Troll. Br- yeah, Trolls is totally different. Fucking kick ass, dude. Totally watchable. <laughs> totally watchable movie, right? The second- it's a fucking, it's like a Russian movie dubbed in English. Dude, the second I saw it, it was like Swedish based or Norwegian or whatever was going on there. I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. There's going to be no woke yeah. shit. This is going to be fucking just like action. <laughs> Dude, there's no woke shit. This guy, it, I, I loved how like it, uh, I was watching it a second time. And then I noticed <laughs> the part where like this guy's best friend brings the army and they're Muslim. Right. And it, like, it wasn't even that big of a deal already. You know what I mean? It was like, it wasn't shoved in your face. It wasn't, no, I don't it's... know, man. I forgot what the other movie I watched too was the other day. But it was another one that was dubbed English. I'm like, dude. Hollywood has lost. Uh, Americans are now preferring other countries' movies. I'm guessing it was that Asian flick with the other end of the world Squid scenario. Squid Game. Oh no, I didn't. I caught Squid Game a while ago, but this was where they like had some alien plant that's taking over the world, and it's whatever. I didn't watch it. Oh, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm about to watch all it. Right, it's we'll really good. Save that review. The for Pandora the next... plant or whatever. Yes. Yeah. All right. We'll save that for the next show. But yeah, uh, that looks really good. I, I uh, really enjoyed Troll. <laughs> Dude, Troll was such a good movie. I forgot what movie I watched, too. It was like a... Dude, it literally... Remi- oh, it's called Major Grom. Oh, nice. I'm not familiar. Dude, Major Grom. It's like this Russian movie where it's like kind of like a supervillain, and then they kind of brought back the 1980s. He's kind of like a Mel Gibson cop. Nice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, kind of rogue, <laughs> tough guy cop, tough anti-hero. Guy cop, doesn't yeah. play by the rules. You know, the, he walks into the captain's office and they're placing bets on whether he's going to get fired. That's it's just right. what they do every time he goes in there, you know? Yeah, he's always in charge of the torture scene. You're not sure if he raped that one <laughs> chick, but maybe, but she kind of <laughs> is into him anyways, and then they end up banging in the end, so it doesn't matter. It's great. Dude, they brought it back. It's a great <laughs> movie, Major Grom. I mean, I'm not saying best acting and everything, but dude, at least it's a new storyline. It's funny that these movies are kind of getting swept over to these streaming channels. The big tentpole companies don't really want to risk making them, you know, uh, draw too much attention almost. Because I think in order to be in the tentpole, like, movie cinema thing, you got to check the boxes. That's why Doctor Strange was such trash, dude. That's why they had the lesbian mom scene almost seemingly out of nowhere. That's in every movie since. Dude, have you? Yeah, have you looked at Disney uh, Plus or the app? I haven't Man. in a while. No, it, it, it sucks, dude. They got nothing on there. It's nothing but fucking Marvel. Yeah, which uh, is the bad. Avengers. Oh yeah, not good. And like three thousand Star Wars. How many Star Wars are you guys gonna make? I think they just woke to themselves, and they they woke to themselves into a woke ditch, and they can't get themselves out. Uh really what happened netflix you called it actually a while back where they basically fired all their woke staff and just completely changed their formatting it was right after the time they suffered that extreme backlash for that weird fucking essentially child grooming programming that they're airing I, I can't even remember it was the one with the little girls little girls dancing yeah yeah it's pretty disturbing stuff and rightfully so they got some backlash for it and then fired a bunch of people and all of a sudden man you know, I, I put on Netflix last night, and like it was Troll and this Asian Doomsday movie, and they kind of they changed course. Yeah, they left America. <laughs> it's probably, right. Yeah, maybe you're right. They're like, all right, these Russians are they're making better movies now in other places. I'm thinking you know? uh, Russia or I'm sorry, Russian American media and the morals of America in general just don't fly on an international level. I mean, Troll, think about how much money they spent to make it. They probably spent less money making that movie than you would have to pay one Hollywood actor. There was Is a, it worth it? <laughs> there was a scene in Troll with the old couple, and they hide into the basement. Yeah. And you never see the Troll, but it was really kind of classic Hollywood, where you just, <laughs> you know? Ground shaking. You don't have to pay the money for the graphics to show the monster, but you can really show the the monster being there. And I... I I kind of miss that, you know, that old school kind of filming. Yeah, you're right. They really didn't overdo it with the CGI. That was probably what made it <laughs> kind of made it fun. <laughs> better. Yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, Hollywood, you're losing the game right now. I don't know if you realize it. And then you got a guy who dipped out of Hollywood, Brendan Fraser. 
and he shows yeah. back up. And he Who's put, always been a great actor. And he puts on this, you know, what, m- masterful performance where he's getting six, seven, f- you know, whatever minute standing ovations for this movie everywhere they're showing it, man. And they're talking Oscar buzz, and he could get best actor. And now what? Is that gone because all of a sudden a bunch of fat people across America are like <laughs> offended that he yeah, put on a fat should, suit? Should have hired a fat guy. <laughs> is that the offense they took? Is that really? This is why, by the way, Brendan Fraser stopped making movies for 10 yeah. years. <laughs> Do you guys not understand this? He came back for five <laughs> seconds and you're all offended. Okay, well. Congratulations, he won't be back. There's literally nothing he could do to win. (laughs) If you're a white man, you can't win. He can't even have a comeback movie because he's not actually fat. Like, go fuck yourselves. This is unbelievable, man. Brendan Fraser, you're you're an old white man, so the only (laughs) role you can play right now is the old father or possibly grandfather who's racist and bigoted but then learns from his ways. That's the only role you have now in Hollywood. Have you seen all the commercials lately? They've transformed to it's dumb white chick being explained by colored person the realities of whatever situation is at hand. And the yeah. dumb white person's like, oh, dirt, 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 okay. Oh, yeah, you wow. have to, if you want to be a white person in a movie, you got to be w- w- ready to learn. Ready to be taught a lesson, dude. It's really yeah. funny. It's the, it's the common theme across all media right now is white person's in this only to be explained to what's happening by BIPOC character. <laughs> Every All time. scenarios, dude. And that's literally what took over Marvel. Everything. Everything is like that now. Even the commercials. It's really it's incredible, so, man. It's so <laughs> insane. And so, oh, God forbid we have Brendan Fraser come up and, you know, have a starring role in something and wow people with his acting, right? That's not... I know. mean, does that mean we should go after Eddie Murphy for the nutty professor? <laughs> right? I just, where are the standards? Where's the line? It doesn't make sense anymore. Who cares, dude? That's the whole point is you put on a costume and you act, right? Well, there's um, there's a movie coming out like... Predator well, <laughs> Fraser should just come out as gay. <laughs> well, I was just about to say, where were the complaints when they did Brokeback Mountain? Yeah, they didn't hire actual... Well, they might have been gay. I was just about to say, maybe there was no complaints because... Yeah. A little bit bisexual. <laughs> Those Dude, Hollywood I just, boys. <laughs> I was just watching this uh, YouTube video. It's so funny. It's one of those like short videos. <laughs> yeah. And it's this guy that goes around to college dudes. And he asks, he goes, are you straight? And they, they all say, yeah. And then he plays the sound and asks them what it is. And like most of them don't know. But then some of them are like, you can tell they know what it is. But they don't want to admit it. It's the, I guess it's the sound for grinder. Oh, like if you open the app, it has it has like a. Uh... I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if it's. I don't know exactly which what the sound is, but they just said that's the grinder sound. And <laughs> okay, <laughs> it's just really funny because you can really tell whether the guy's been on there or not. <laughs> well, you now have proof that neither of us have been on it because we have no idea what the fuck we're talking. Yeah, about. I don't know what sound you're talking about, but. I mean, I know the sound because it's in the video, but I don't know, like what it applies to but. <laughs> okay right on i assume uh it would be some sort of like um maybe is it a swipe left and right kind of uh app i'm guessing yeah yeah for games. similar to tinder so it must be the sound for like uh uh oh, like a match getting a match yeah that's yeah, kind of what i was thinking match. yeah all right yeah, that right. would be my my primary yeah, guess not the o- opening sound I don't, I don't know. know, but like Tinder doesn't have a sound, does it? I don't know. I, I have no idea. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I have Tinder. I just never match. <laughs> I have no idea if any of these apps have uh, sound effects. That's really, really so funny. Uh, yeah. But I can only assume maybe, is there a sound effect for if you don't match or someone dismatches you or unmatches you or like, like a wah wah? Yeah. <laughs> That would be fantastic. They should all come with that. Yeah. It's like the sound of you losing a life in a video game. <laughs> yeah. Or like, uh, you know, in Price is Right, when you lose at the wheel, you know, bom, 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 you know, like it should really kind of be in your face. Like, no, 
No, you did not match with this loser. <laughs> or what if she's like, loser? She, yeah. She's obviously a nine, you're a four. I mean, what were you thinking, buddy? <laughs> That's a great with, app, actually. With that fucking <laughs> scum stash? Get out of here. That should be the app, actually. It's all number rated, you know, and like, you, you have no idea, and you put it out there, and it's like, like, no, like, you're a four, she's a nine, loser, you know, and it, like, spins again or something. They should just have a guy come on and explain to you why you didn't match. <laughs> In your picture, we can see how disgusting your bedroom is, one. Number two, we can tell you live with your parents. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> strike two and three. The baseball trophies were the giveaway. <laughs> All right, so there's sound effects apparently with these dating apps, and if you are familiar with them, you can technically be called out in a crowd by recognizing them. Ixo faxo brohemes recognizing the sound effects that come with the man-to-man, or I'm sorry, what happened to the term? We lost it, but I'm going to bring it back. The men who like to have sex with other men dating app. Oh, dude. Did you, did you hear the uh, emergencies over? Oh, the MPOX? The MPOX. They ended the, they ended the MPOX emergency. We're still under COVID emergency. <laughs> really? Mpox is over. Mpox was too close to that uh, Hanson song, Mbop. It was like almost the same thing. <laughs> the Mbop disease. They had Will Smith come out and do a whole theme song for it. You know, it was a music video, Mpox. Ironically, also only caught on by men who have sex with other men. You know? <laughs> That's right. And Will Smith has no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so monkeypox it's gone huh shocking yeah the shocking. emergency order is ended wow all right. all right they're gonna let it end december 31st so i could dig that i mean uh, i was excited for a monkeypox part two i figured we were heading into winter last winter if i remember correctly it was the uh death and dark winter that we were heading into if we were unvaccinated yeah for sure wasn't that it was last the, It was the pandemic of the unvaccinated. That's correct. Yes. Now it's a pandemic of the vaccinated because their immunity has been destroyed by the vaccine. Absolutely. Did you catch the Washington Post article floating around this past week? And it literally said, yes, the unvaccinated are out dying, or the vaccinated are out dying, the unvaccinated. Yeah. They're, they're openly admitting it now. If you have the vaccine... You have higher odds, greater odds of dying. No, not oh, necessarily. Yeah. Oh, They're just yeah. saying the number. See, and I don't want to go because I, I hated when they did it the other way. You know okay, what I mean? I fair. So and you got to be fair you. on the numbers. All righty. That does not mean that if you're unva- if you're vaccinated, you have a higher chance of dying. It just means more people with the vaccine are dying. But that that could very well just be because we're still vaccinating. Like, really, the only people getting the vaccine are over 65. You know? We haven't circled back to this in quite a while. What is your, let's say, here we are, two plus years, almost three into the vaccine program. What's the percentage of unvaccinated? Truly unvaccinated. It's all, like, driven by age. Like, when you get over 65, most people are vaccinated. And that's why I'm saying, like, that's just the age group that dies. You know what I mean? Yeah. If if nobody under sixty five was eating chocolate, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Then you could say, well, oh my God, most people that eat chocolate are dying. All right. You know. Yeah. It's the same thing. It's like you know, what's that? P- I could get. I could. I bet you more people that drink Pediasure are dying than people that don't. It's interesting. You know? <clears throat> I was reading a recent kind of article about essentially the economics of hyperinflation, how we are potentially or maybe already in the throes and the beginnings of hyperinflation. 
and how maybe we were kind of there around 2020 and by releasing this virus, this is my connection from reading this economics kind of article, but I, I kind of thought, uh, or what I kind of took from it was, you know, their big scare and why they were really concerned where we were headed economically is this boomer generation, we're going to have to continue and grow these massive welfare projects. Medicaid, Medicare, uh, welfare for the disabled. What better way to kind of in, you know eliminate that uh, financial burden than to release a you know a virus, a, coupled with a vaccine that furthers the effects of this virus? Well, you know, knock out that group. Maybe. Very. You do, have a, you do have a big problem where you created a generation that doesn't want to work. And they're following the largest generation that's about to retire. <laughs> this you know? is true. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing we have the uh, greatest flood of immigration we've ever seen in our lifetime flowing <laughs> through the southern border. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, those guys don't want to work either. And the ones that do aren't paying taxes. So, Ooh, yeah, that's not good. Man. I don't think you guys really thought this out. No, they definitely didn't. It's possible this uh, hyperinflation tsunami could hit you know, fairly soon. I'd, I'm A no... Tsunami? Tsunami. <laughs> I like my Japanese words, Mike. They took away kamikaze from me. <laughs> the kamikaze bird. Uh, Good stuff, right? <laughs> Every once in a while, I come up with a gem. <laughs> We're so, like, I, immediately, I thought about how, like, like, I just thought of us sending over, like, a hundred billion dollars worth of ammunition and everything, and Putin's beating us with just a couple birds. <laughs> <laughs> A couple of kamikaze birds. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm a huge fan of even the idea of, like, a, a whole bunch of birds uh, just kind of holding out in front of, you know, on his ledge there. Just waiting for orders? Oh, yeah, and I just got a phone call. That was crazy. I don't know if you... <laughs> <laughs> I just actually had to pick it up and hang. I hung up on my mother-in-law. I hope everyone's uh, proud of what I just did for the. <laughs> oh, thank God. Not that I don't, we don't like her, but the show must go on. I'm talking about Putin's birds here, people. This is important <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh man. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm home alone currently. Emma's uh, out with some dogs at some dog park. With a friend of hers, oh. so it's pretty interesting stuff. Pretty crazy. Yeah, it's kind of nice. I get the home to myself for a few hours. Nothing better. That's right. A little alone time. A little alone time. I can go on to uh, Twitter, right, and check out the Twitter file dump, Mike. Did you catch Ooh, this? Come on. Matt Taibbi, man. Come on, man. That's fucking crazy. Did you read this it? This is why they didn't <laughs> want him to buy Twitter. Yeah, exactly. This, this is why they didn't want him to buy Twitter. They didn't want threats. <laughs> dude, you guys interfered with the elections. It wasn't Russia. It was you. That's right. Where's the P-tape? Where's that? <laughs> I was thinking about the way they go after Trump now. If they had that P-tape, that thing would have been played on Times Square over and over again if they actually fucking had it. Oh, absolutely. Never existed. For sure. P tape dossier, unbelievable. But so here's stupid. here's Taibi going on Twitter, <clears throat> literally laying out straight up with proof that they blocked stories to change the outcome of the election with that intention. So, pretty interesting. To, yeah. you know, I don't That's know. really crazy. Uh, I got the. Uh, I have a clip. I'm breaking one of my rules here. All right. It's a Tucker clip. Oh, wow. Yeah. Do you know Nobody why? Nobody else is really talking about it. Exactly. Where else am I going to get the media talking about this thread from Matt Taibbi about the news media essentially suppressing the Hunter Biden laptop story? Oh, yeah. We're at the point where nobody even cares about the laptop or Hunter Biden and his crack photos with hookers. It's like, dude, you guys actively covered the shit up. That's all that matters to me at this point. 
It's not even the content. Watergate, dude, the cover-up is always worse than the fucking crime. Always. Right? Absolutely. And the Ford Pinto, (laughs) man. More cars were exploding more often, but the cover-up, worse than the crime. That's right. Well, uh, I'm breaking the rules, and here we go. We got our friend Tucker explaining to us what happened over the weekend here uh, with Twitter, Matt Taibbi, and... uh, the exposing of Twitter working in cahoots with the DNC to suppress information uh, from the public. Right, Twitter shared a trove of internal documents with Matt Taibbi of Substack. Those documents are coming out again as we speak. And what they prove so far is very serious. Those documents show a systemic violation of the First Amendment, the largest example of that in modern history. These documents show that, among other things, political officials in the Democratic National Committee were directing censorship at Twitter ahead of the 2020 election. One Twitter official wrote on October 24th, 2020, that he had received, quote, an additional report from the DNC. So the DNC was telling Twitter what to pull off the site, and Twitter was complying. Next morning, to prove it, a Twitter official confirmed the post had been deleted. I grabbed the first one, that Twitter employee wrote. Twitter is also following instructions directly from the Biden campaign in the final days of the presidential campaign. One of the documents proves that officials on the Biden team routinely directed Twitter to remove posts that reflected poorly on Joe Biden. Quote, more to review from the Biden team, read one internal email from a Twitter employee just days before the 2020 election. That email included a list of several Twitter accounts that had criticized Joe Biden. The reply, quote, handled. We just checked. Now, those accounts remain suspended today. (laughs) So Twitter was permanently censoring users at the request of the DNC and the Biden campaign. That is new. Many suspected it. Now it has been absolutely confirmed by internal documents. And, of course, the New York Post Twitter account was banned. Why? Because they had a story that might have changed the outcome of the 2020 election. And Twitter knew that perfectly well. They had accurate information about Hunter Biden's laptop. The Post reporting directly implicated Joe Biden and the Biden family in an ongoing scheme to sell influence, to leverage Biden's job as a government official, to sell the prestige and the power of the U.S. government to China and Ukraine. Ew. I don't know about him. everything, (laughs) Everything you thought was going on was going on. Yeah. It's all true. Yeah, that's true. That's right. Twitter was actively used as a weapon against the Republican Party. Absolutely. That's, uh... <coughs> I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know what to be more upset about, the fact <laughs> that you guys used it to steal the election, or... Like, dude, what's going on right now in Ukraine is clearly tied to this corrupt... <laughs> the corrupt president. Trump sent out a truth, or truthy, truth whatever those things are called, he sent out a truth, and uh, it was about how he's now vindicated and he was right that this election was rigged. I I mean, hard to argue, right? Because if it was happening at Twitter, you'd know it was happening at Facebook and YouTube and Instagram, everything. Absolutely. Facebook, for sure. I mean, Mark Zuckerberg was literally funneling money to the DNC. Yeah. So, well... Crazy times. Uh, I don't know what this will mean in the long run. Probably nothing, right? I can assume. I think that's why they're so worried about Elon running Twitter because it, DNC, man, you just you just lost a weapon in your arsenal. You know, that's and one less arrow <laughs> in your quiver for the next election. Plus, nobody's on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, nobody's on Facebook anymore. What happened to Facebook, man? Wow. Everyone just left, abandoned. Where'd they go? Facebook got caught stopping direct messages. Like, if I sent you a link to the Hunter Biden story, it was blocked. Uh, Twitter was also changing direct messages. Like, that's insane. Well, what do you expect? You're using an app. It's a private company. Well, I know, maybe not. Maybe it is now. Whatever it is, it's a company that you're using... 
you click that agreement button because you want the app. You have no idea what it says, but you're essentially agreeing that these, you know, companies who run these apps have can do whatever they want with your account. And they did. And you know what? People are show they're showing that they don't like it, and they left. And you guys can say whatever you want about Twitter failing. Elon Musk cut his overhead <laughs> by like seventy five percent. Right? Absolutely. And they're gaining users. Yeah. So all you advertisers that left, fine, go ahead. I mean, I, you, I don't know. <laughs> well, it's just a funny scenario. It's funny that all these people who loved Elon and Tesla now hate him because of Twitter, but all he did by purchasing Twitter is allow it to be a somewhat freer landscape. I'm not saying it's totally free. In fact, I found that there was some troubling information that came out this weekend regarding Twitter and Elon. And yay. Oh yeah, he banned they banned yay. The far the, the artist formerly known as Kanye West. Well, he did he tweeted the swastika. Was it just the swastika? Man, I, I don't know. I think he tweeted some other shit. <laughs> really? <laughs> He's on a rampage. What do you think's going on? I'm I still am on the MK Ultra. No, he needs a doctor. No, man, I think he's got plenty of doctors. I think this guy's... They zapped some shit into his brain. He's He's gone haywire, but it's planned. Yeah, I think this is... Man, they catch up on... Uh, this was the... Uh, what was the last one? Not catch up on the wall. This top is of the top mind. of mind, man. Uh, no, this is just a crazy man. So, the Trump dinner with the Nick Fuentes. Nick Fuentes. The Hispanic uh, white supremacist. Uh, <laughs> apparently, did you know Milo Yiannopoulos was also there? I was not familiar with this. That's, uh, that was Kanye's uh, campaign manager. Correct. And apparently, uh, Milo coordinated this whole event, and he was recently on NBC. I don't have any clip. I think he just interviewed for it. But he told NBC News that he purposely coordinated the event in order to screw Kanye. Hmm. And, or no, I'm sorry, not Kanye. To screw Trump. Trump. Sorry. And he wanted to ruin Trump's campaign. Yeah. And the whole, that's why it was yay, the artist formerly known as Kanye West. And uh, Milo was there, which apparently just completely escaped all news when we read and looked this up and we played some clips on the show did you hear anything that mentioned this dude well he's not important he's he, just the campaign manager he he used to be one of the more controversial podcasters and social media influencers out there i never heard of him oh dude the hate that kanye is getting now that's what milo used to get hmm. absolutely so it's kind of weird that he He's working here along with, uh, with Ye, the artist formerly known as Kanye West. And have you uh, noticed uh, the new men who have sex with other men is Ye, the artist formerly known as Kanye West? What do you mean? Every news site, every clip, they always refer to him as Ye, the artist Formerly known as Kanye West. <laughs> you haven't caught on to this? No. Why would they? I don't know why they would do that. It's every fucking thing I see and read and hear. That's how they it's always phrase people it. People knew who Kanye West was and then don't know who Ye is. Like, if you knew Kanye West, you're going to know who Ye is, right? Maybe. I don't know. I don't well, apparently, or according to the news and according to what's going on... Like, it's not like if you went up to our parents before this whole thing happened, right? Sure. If you went up to our parents and you were like, hey, did you see Ye was in the news? They'd be like, who? You know, Kanye West. They're like, oh, yeah, the rapper. Yeah, I know who you're talking... You know what I mean? It's mm. like... I don't know. I think their immediate response would be like, do you mean the artist formerly known as Kanye West? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Why did no, you say, say before so? Before all this happened, like the whole Jew thing. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say is like if you, I don't know, you don't need that because nobody who nobody I don't know. Maybe that's if why I don't he know changed. who Ye is, and I don't know who Kanye West is. So you're not helping me out, right? I, I think I'm onto his game now. He changed to Ye 
preemptively knowing he would go on this anti-Semitic rampage in order to just ruin the name Ye, but he'll come back as Kanye. And everyone will forget. Or just like Kyle. <laughs> what about West Ye? I don't know if that works. <laughs> weird it's a little weird <laughs> so i'd come back as kyle east you know kyle east. totally change it up <laughs> no i'm no longer a jew i actually identify as a white man now go by kyle <laughs> i mean i don't yeah. know Worked for bruce he killed a bitch and then became caitlin that's right. You know? Never forget. So Kanye just turned to Kyle and be like, oh, no, that wasn't me. Dude, Kanye should maybe do the transgender thing. Ooh, that would be great. Then no one could take him down. <laughs> <laughs> if I understand my woke culture. Go tranny and then sue Adidas. <laughs> That's right. For hate speech or something. I don't know. Yeah, so- <laughs> so uh speaking of hate speech twitter now is on is you know on the hot seat for hate speech, and uh, I I didn't know this was a huge deal, Mike. I don't know. You've been back on the Twitter a lot lately, right, because it's Elon's world now. Have you been getting a lot of hate speech? No, not more than usual. Have All you... the hate speech comes from the left. That's funny you say that. Uh, yeah. well, well, I they need... hate the right. I've noticed they haven't let Roseanne, uh, Roseanne Barr on Twitter yet, so there can't be that much hate speech out there. Uh, oh, really? She's still banned? I think she's still banned. Poor Roseanne. I could be wrong, but all right. So Twitter has hate speech going on. It's a huge problem. Uh, I was blown away by this. Let's get our hate on. Just five weeks after Elon Musk took over Twitter, this morning the billionaire's vision for the platform is coming into focus as questions over free speech versus hate speech swirl. Kanye, Kanye, While the suspension of recording artist Ye, formerly known as Kanye West, yeah! from the platform has captured headlines, hundreds of Twitter accounts belonging to far-right activists and QAnon theorists have been reinstated, according to data reviewed by NBC News. People who know how to play the game in the white supremacist spaces, who know how to get people radicalized subtly over time, those are the people that are coming back. What? Andrew England, the founder <laughs> of one of the most influential neo-Nazi websites, just one of hundreds of formerly banned users, now back on the platform after Musk's Thanksgiving tweet that amnesty begins next week. Meanwhile, the billionaire cutting the company staff, including those dedicated to monitoring abuse and hate speech. Oh. Musk is setting a tone of permissibility for the kind of behavior that had people shown the door in the first place. After Musk acquired the site, slurs against black Americans tripled and anti-Semitic tweets soared more than 61 percent, according to groups that monitor online hate. Musk pushing back, calling reports of rising hate speech utterly false and tweeting hate speech impressions continue to decline despite significant user growth. This morning, Ye's Twitter account remains suspended after being banned Thursday night. Musk writing, I tried my best. Despite that, he again violated our rule against incitement to violence. Account will be suspended. Are you surprised that Elon found that line in the sand? Everybody has their line. For Elon, it seems to be relatively capricious, seems to be based on uh, his feelings in the moment. But analysts worry that while one famous user is being punished, the real danger now has an open platform. So Musk says the decision to allow Ye back on the platform in the first place had nothing to do with him and was made well before he took over. No word yet on the estimated length of that ban, though. Wow. That's what we have to worry about is what Ye is tweeting. Exactly. Did you hear like how big of a deal they made it? Oh, this is the biggest threat. Right? 
to all these people being allowed on Twitter. You know what? They might be able to say things that people might read. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's kind of weird. This is weird ideology to get behind. I don't see how liberals, so-called liberals, can get behind the idea that you want to restrict speech. You know, here's the, here's the thought. Why don't we make things uh, 18 and older, right? It's bullshit, sure, but look, if you don't want to read it, don't read it. It should, everything should be allowed there, even though Kanye decided to post something graphic or unappealing or something disgusting. That's his choice. Right. It reflects on him. Oh, this is America. It's who he is, though. <laughs> it's the... You know, uh, I noticed this weekend there was all this celebration and all this bullshit over the Royals. Did you see they were in Boston? No, I didn't. They were at the Boston Celtics game, and uh, they were comparing. It was the you know the ones that they love from Britain versus the idiots who are here. Uh, oh, the bald guy. Yeah, the yeah. bald dude and the other moron versus the, you know yeah we have Merkel and the other idiot and so and the redhead. Everybody always seems to forget Harry uh, did that little Nazi costume on Halloween like 25 <laughs> years ago. Does everybody forget that? Not to mention their uncle was diddling kids on Fuck Island over there. In, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yes, a- Prince Andrew, huge fan of Little St. John Island. <laughs> little St. John Island, yeah. So, yep. oh, we can got... talk about that. No, no, we don't want to talk about any. <laughs> None of that, but, oh, yay, the artist formerly known as Kanye. This guy needs to be banned from Twitter. Yeah, how about we just get him some help? It's all or none. If you support fascism and Nazism, then you're banned from Twitter across the board. That includes Harry uh, Jackass face from the Prince of Wales. And he uh, just dressed up as him. He didn't support him. Well, that supporter in my book, you're out. And the Azov Brigade in Ukraine, they just... They just like some of their ideas and the way the flag <laughs> looks, you know? And unfortunately, this includes the Ukrainians. Sorry, but you're out. <laughs> People starting to wake up a little bit here? <laughs> Adidas, you're out. IBM, sorry, you're out. BMW. You're out. That's the... Mercedes. <laughs> Everyone walks on this fucking pedestal, man, and we all forget, well, you know, or we just celebrating Harry and Merkel, and they have a fucking uh, Netflix documentary coming out, and it's all very intimate and personal, and, <laughs> you know, really gets to the heart of who they are. You, you know, I was, uh, I was really shitting on the, uh, like, people who, after the queen died, all the people that were talking about, like, how are you going to celebrate this woman's life? Everything they did, the imperialists and all this and that. And I was like, <laughs> all right, you know, like, give it up, dude, you know? But then I started seeing these videos about India. Oh, yeah. Dude. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fucked up what they did to India. Yes, and it is. Like, and not only is it fucked up what they did to India, it's like still... Like the black people in America complaining <laughs> <laughs> about what slavery did to their people. Slavery, I think, can be looked at it two ways. You can either blame the countries who are still around that were a part of it, or you can celebrate the point in history where these countries decided to make a change in how they and how they operated and how they viewed society. And you know, yeah. you could look at these countries as you know being revolutionary, if you will. And changing the way the world thought about how you treat people. And that, fa- that battle still goes on today. Oh, dude, but India wasn't even like slavery. India was, we just took over your whole country. Yeah, I know. I mean, and that's you, a bad we one. Fucking, we, just, <laughs> like, we, just, we just fucking that's not part of our history, you guys man. of everything. <laughs> to a point where now you're like one third of the world's population. And you make you make up like less than point one percent of the world's GDP. Look, I don't think America is very popular around the world either, to be totally honest. And I'm sure we have incredible atrocities that we have inflicted everywhere, including on our own home turf. Yeah, good call. Yeah, interesting fact: the uh, last white sla- the last slaves 
in Mongolia for oh, yeah. white people. Whoa. And uh, they were fr- finally freed. I think it was like ten, it was like a year or something after Martin Luther King's death. Wow. It's crazy. Interesting factoid. Absolutely. <laughs> I wouldn't bring that up in a crowd, but I find that to be fascinating. Uh, dude, slavery still goes on now. I mean, we, I think sex slavery is at the highest it's ever been, right? Like, don't we have uh, just if like... If it wasn't for that, I'd never get laid. <laughs> That's right. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, we're looking at you, the Clintons. Uh... <laughs> no, I assume that's like half of OnlyFans. <laughs> that's right, man. I mean, look at the prostitution rings, all that shit. I mean, there's weird stuff going on around the world, and the elites are behind it, dude. The Bel- uh, Balenciaga thing just gets weirder by the freaking moment, and that's yeah, just like a small yeah. little piece of it, absolutely. You know, like... It- even if it is, it could all be just be a distraction so people don't really catch on to the real shit that's going on. You know, and look at how this distraction for the Balenciaga thing shows up right around the time a lot of info on Hunter Biden is creeping out. Yeah. Not that it's creeping out. We've heard this shit before, and these photographs have been around, and the information has been there, but now it's creeping into the mainstream. I don't think anything's going to happen from it, though. Ah, I know. You're such a naysayer. Come on, man. Yeah. They're going after Hunter, I'm telling you. Uh, It's going down. (laughs) If they do, it's going to be just like they did with Epstein, where he goes down, and then he just goes down quietly, so you don't know anything else about the other players in the game. Hmm. You talking about the big guy? Yeah, and the... uh, Oh, no, I'm, I'm talking about the other people working for Burisma, dude. A lot of politicians' sons and daughters working for Burisma. Hmm. Yeah, Burisma is quite connected. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's insane. Yeah, well, there's they a were literally there. formed by Russian oligarchs so, so that the Russian government would have control over the Ukrainian energy market, right? And for then sure. when the U.S.-backed fucking revolution happened or whatever, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then we put in Zelensky. That's right. The head of Burisma, literally, he admitted, he literally saw the writing on the wall that the Amer- he called them the American oligarchs were coming in. <laughs> and he made deals with Mitch McConnell, Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden. He just worked his way up the chain. Yeah, it seems very accurate, and the name is perfect. That's literally who they are. The American oligarchs. Yes. The people that have been in power for 40, 50 years. Did you see that thing that Putin said? I did not, and I can't wait to hear it. Whoa, dude, he was at this interview, and they asked him what he thought about Joe Biden. Oh, yeah. And how he compares to Trump. Mm -hmm. And he pretty much talked, he pretty much, dude, what he said about Trump was pretty much, you can't underestimate the guy, and nobody should call him stupid, because he he was able to get into that seat. Right? Yeah. And he goes, and... For Don- he goes, and Donald Trump was a man who came from outside the political, corrupt political system. Wow. Right? Oh, yeah. And he talked about, like, how he kind of respected Donald Trump for everything. And then when he, when he talked about Joe Biden, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of doing just, not justice here. He's a very intelligent man. Yeah, but this is good because I don't like his translators. This is way better. Yeah, he does it through a translator. And then uh, he, when he, Joe, with Joe Biden, he pretty much said... <laughs> What can I say about a man who's been in the system for 40 years? Wow. And like, uh, for everybody who's saying that he would have invaded if Trump were in office, he pretty much put a stop to that argument because he said with a man like Joe Biden, you know how they're going to act. You know exactly what they're going to do. They're going to play the game. Wow. Yeah. And also a man like Joe Biden, he knows how he owns him. He knows how to play him. Like, he, knows uh, to, well, he, he knows exactly how he's going to play the game. He knows exactly what moves he's going to make. That's so crazy. The thing, about, the thing about Trump is he might make the worst decision just because he doesn't know any better. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's got nothing to lose. It all goes back to the, if you pull any shit, I'll nuke Moscow. And you really don't know if he's joking or serious. You might be dumb enough to actually do it. 
Yes. Right? This ape might pull the trigger. But Joe Biden has 40 years of political uh, behind, political uh, experience behind him. He knows every fucking game plan. Yeah, okay, we bombed them. They're nah, gonna bomb it's us. deeper with Joe Biden. Joe Biden has 20 years or so of being paid under the table by Russian oligarchs. Yeah. That's why it's different. That's why Putin can make a move like he did against Obama, like he did against Bush, like he's doing against Biden, right? Because he knows there are no repercussions because he knows who's being paid by who. Well, not really that. I think it's like, when you're dealing with Biden, right? This man, the culmination of everything he is, his whole life, everything he's ever done has led up to his presidency. This mm. is his legacy, right? Absolutely. So if he fails in this presidency, he has pretty much failed his entire life, right? Like, it's all for nothing. Donald Trump, if you failed that president... You were still a pretty successful real estate mogul in New York City. You're still a billionaire, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. Did you see his stakes? Come on, man. He had wine, like, too. <laughs> like, Shit. you just decided one day to dip your toes in politics and go for the highest office and won. It's like, I, nobody's going to fault you for doing bad, right? I mean, like, he kind of <laughs> had nothing to lose. Well, yeah. In the end, Trump has banged way more prostitutes and Playboy models and porn stars than any uh, of the, the other We have the videos to prove it. <laughs> That's right, dude. <laughs> that's why the p tape never made sense man he's a germaphobe famously so there's no way he's into the p thing to begin with and then second of all he really is quite braggadocious about any of the women that he he bags and shags so he's all about was that stormy daniels who goes on every show to talk about his penis and make fun of his penis and what is every man thinking all right, Donald, I can't believe you're banging chicks I like know, that. Hey. Porn stars and Playboy <laughs> models, sign me up, baby! Funny mushroom penis or not, man, I'm giving you props, dude. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. My man, you know? <laughs> it doesn't matter, he's making it happen, right? <laughs> I think all guys, that's why, you know what's funny? None of the shit against him ever stuck. Like, the pussy grabber, you know, like... The pussy grabber thing was so funny to me because, like, secretly amongst guys, like, oh, yeah, that's kind of funny. No guy cared. No straight guy cared. That was pretty funny. Well, that was the problem. You went into the newsroom. It was nothing but f***ings and women, and they were all, oh, my God, clutching their pearls, you know? (laughs) But you knew that he was, he's fucking around. He's joking. It was guys talking. He's a guy's guy. Yes. And you, even just listening to that clip, even in the context or out of context, whatever it is, you listen to it, you're like, yeah, for sure. That's Trump just talking. He's being a dude with another guy. He's, you know, not that we're all like that, but guys remember like all the, Trump. All the f- locker room talk is not appropriate. Me and, my, me and my friends never talk like that in the locker room. Yeah, you guys are also blowing each other in the stalls, right? <laughs> us, us straight guys. It's not locker room. That's not a, locker room's not good. I think title for it. It's more like job site talk. Uh, yeah, job site guys. Guys on the job. Hey, and if you're a guy like me, you are working in a locker room. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> if you're hanging out by the truck, you know. Yeah, yeah, and like a girl walks by. There's a there, there's conversation to be had, and it's definitely not PC. And it, uh, you're doing it because you don't think there's some microphones around. You know, you don't think you're getting for recorded sure. there. And uh, you know, again. Yeah, dude, go hang, go hang out in a trailer with some Mexicans during a hot summer day, uh, right? In the in, yeah. in the local suburban neighborhood, you're gonna hear some hilarious, but very dark humored commentary. Very inappropriate. <laughs> very unpresidential. Quite. Well, that's always my whole argument. Is like they're like, we found this clip from six years ago on True Hollywood. It's like. All right, well, is he in the middle of a presidential run, or was he just go, about to go on some dumb Hollywood show, you know? I think he was literally about to present some chicks for the beauty pageant. Yeah. Right, yeah. Of course he's going to talk about grabbing some pussy. You kidding me? Everyone is. Even the chicks in the lineup. They're talking about grabbing each other's pussy. You could say pussy was top of mind. <laughs> top of mind. Top of mind. <laughs> Catch up on the wall. <laughs> 
I don't know. I just the pussy grabber, all that stuff, you know, uh, banging Stormy Dan- Daniels, the porn star. Uh, he was with that one chick, uh, McDonald or whatever her name was, the uh, Playboy model. About the Playboy? Yeah, the Playboy model. Uh, that was the best ultimate backfire, dude, because she was fucking beautiful. Young and beautiful. What did and they think would come out of that? They brought her on an that. interview just thinking she would trash the president. And she just admitted, hey, he bought me gifts. And actually, I wanted to keep seeing him. It was a fantastic <laughs> affair. I spanked him with a magazine. We had a great time. <laughs> Remember, she actually said he was like a nice guy. and Yeah, I don't. She actually liked him. I don't think the guy's like the greatest dude in the world, but he doesn't strike me to be as sleazy as like Joe Biden for some reason. I don't know why, but there's not a lot of pictures of Trump sniffing little girl's hair. I'm, I can look at Donald Trump and assume every girl he fucked is over 18, right? Yes, that's and that's all it takes. Dude, you that's can all I need right fuck now. a dozen of them, but if they're over 18, I'm not going to bat an eye. But you sniff like three chicks on camera who are below the age of 12. I got some problems here, man. Three, dude. We're up to a dozen. Well, I was just being that, generous. That montage gets longer and longer it's every week. Dude. God damn. It's so long now they can't even put it on Twitter. They got to do the link to YouTube. <laughs> You know? Which comes with four commercials these days. Unbelievable. <laughs> and a COVID warning for some reason. <laughs> All for Chuck E. Cheese. Really strange. <laughs> these sick fucks. <laughs> you got to go to David Buster's between five and seven. The switch over. When you can get alcohol, but the kids are still there. You know? Vote Democrat. <laughs> So oh, man. They painted themselves in a circle with this one, man. They are just fully behind the fucking pedophilia at this point. I forgot who it was, dude. Somebody on the left was talking about a posted... Was it Rob Ryder? No, I would have noticed Rob Ryder. It was one of these fucking lefties. They posted <laughs> yeah. this thing about the church and the pedophile problem. Oh, nice. I really just wanted to be like, dude, talk about the pot calling the kettle black. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you... You guys are the like, your politicians are now the priest without the church. You know what I mean? You're just raping these kids. You know? Wow! At least, at least they're teaching the kids about God when they're raping them. You know? <laughs> oh, man. oh, we live in a sick world, man. Crazy stuff. That's disgusting. <laughs> How's Fetterman doing, huh? He's gone. He's out of the picture. His wife's going to run the show. Is he going to make it to the first day? He's not going to make it, dude. Poor guy. (laughs) Oh, man. Well, Mike, we are at that hour point, believe it or not. Ooh, fastest hour in the universe. That's right. Where is Neil deGrasse Tyson? He could uh, give us a little insight. I don't know if you know this, Frank, but the universe is always expanding. (laughs) Therefore, time's all relevant. (laughs) Like, yeah, I took that third grade. We read that that book. <laughs> and the balloon. We've spent several episodes in the last uh, month just destroying maybe one of the smartest man, men in our country. <laughs> maybe the biggest con in our He could lifetime. be either the biggest con artist or one of the smarter fellas. We're not too sure. <laughs> I'll go with con man. When you're Pasco basketball, you must pass it. <laughs> Where the person will be. When you're Dennis Rodman, you will headbutt the referee where his head will be. (laughs) If you are Dennis Rodman, you're going to kick the crotch over there. Not where the crotch is over here, but where the crotch of the cameraman is over there. Dude, did you ever hear Shaq talk about Rodman? No. Dude, he said he was the worst teammate he ever had. He said we were required to be there an hour before the game, and Dennis Rodman would show up 15 minutes, walk in in the middle of the coach giving a speech, <laughs> and just in front of everybody. Everybody's listening to the coach while he's talking. He would just strip off his clothes, get totally buck naked, go walk into the shower, come out with like a couple minutes before the game. <laughs> he said every time, play the game, right? Yeah. And then everybody would go in the locker room and like, and he would just take off his clothes, put right into street clothes, and go straight to the club. No shower, no nothing. <laughs> <laughs> like, we would all have to do, like, you know, sometimes, like, work out or whatever, and, like, listen to the coach, do everything. <laughs> and then they'd get to the club, and he'd already be 12 girls deep dancing. 
Rodman was the literal Superman. Honestly. <laughs> what a fucking legend, man.